today is a day that normally our chorus building is buzzing with activity. I mean, there are um, different actors going in and out of the studio um, because it's the upfronts. And what that means is it's a day that Global reveals its programming for the fall season for 2021. And uh, so we get a lot of high profile guests in the building. But because of the pandemic, times have changed. I'm here. I'm guessing there's nobody in the building right now because of COVID, but it really does um, bode some asking some interesting questions, which is why we're joined by Troy Reeb, our executive vice president of broadcast networks at Chorus Entertainment. Troy, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. So it's a different kind of uh, upfront today. We don't have the media, you know, rushing around at uh, Chorus Key. We don't have the actors promoting their shows and the excitement that we normally have. But it's really an unprecedented time. It's a time where a lot of productions were shut down because of coronavirus. I'm just curious, has our appetite for shows changed during the pandemic and the lockdown? And did that inform the program selection for the fall? Uh, great question. I loved your setup, by the way. Ordinarily on this day, we would have fantastic high-profile guests, but you get me instead. Um, <laughs> look, the, the, we saw I can't say spike. anything to that. You're my big boss. <laughs> we saw this huge spike in television viewing in the earliest days of the pandemic. It was massive, and obviously everybody was staying at home. Lots of people were discovering new TV shows, whether on streaming services uh, or on you know their traditional channels. And we saw great big spikes, not just on global, but across Uh, all of our specialty channels. And we like that. We like people to discover new programming and to find comfort uh, at a time of uncertainty. As we were out looking for new shows, of course, we're dealing with the problem of production shutdowns, that in a lot of places, Hollywood, Toronto, Vancouver, um, productions have been shut down. So uh, as much as viewership has spiked, the supply uh, has become scarcer in some places, which is why I think we're super happy to be announcing today that not only are all of the big returning favorites coming back to global this fall, but we've actually managed to scrounge up some really good new stuff um, uh, for our audiences and great new programs um, that we've uh, sourced, not just out of Hollywood, but internationally as well. Okay. So one of the uh, biggies is called Departure and uh, it, it features Christopher Plummer. I mean, Christopher Plummer attached to anything you're thinking, okay, this is going to be a winner. Tell us a little bit, a bit about this because we're actually doing a different type of TV now. This is one of those, uh, I think it, this has been largely influenced by uh, streaming services. It's the six parter. Yeah, this is an event series. Um, we actually, this is one that uh, we uh, own a big chunk of. Uh, it's a chorus original, and um, uh, we commissioned it, co-produced it with the British, uh, and it is a series that focuses on Christopher Plummer, who's a retired airline uh, or aircraft crash investigator who uh, basically works with a younger protege, played by Archie Panjabi, who you know from uh, The Good Fight, and uh, and the two of them work together to solve the mystery of a plane that disappeared over the Atlantic. We actually just greenlit a second series. We like the first uh, six runs so much. Okay, so Departure will be coming back. So Departure again? (laughs) What are we calling it? We'll be arriving this fall. (laughs) All right, perfect. Um, The Equalizer, tell me a little bit about that series. Okay, so everybody knows The Equalizer from the original TV series and then, of course, the big-budget movie starring uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, it's such a proven piece of, uh, of intellectual property. Uh, it's coming back to television uh, with a bit of a twist. It's uh, Queen Latifah is going to be playing The Equalizer, you know, the, um, the eponymous uh, you know, guardian angel who remains anonymous and, uh, and kicks butt uh, by night. 
Um, and uh, and obviously putting a female lead into this uh, position, um, you know, I think changes it up a little bit. And we're going to the producers have given her more of a family dynamic as well, which I think will allow that uh, character and the show to play out over uh, over a number of episodes. So it's going so to be this fall. And that'll appeal to, you know, a, a lot of people because um, not only dealing with um, that that classic character, but we're also looking at her, Queen Latifah as an average single mom. She's raising her teenage daughter. There's a lot to relate to. Yeah, and obviously she's just a, such a compelling actress uh, and uh, and personality. I'm excited about the return of Survivor. And one of the reasons why I'm excited about this is I, it's coming back for a 41st season. No joke. I'm in a Survivor pool. I have won it in the past. Of course, we don't play for real money, Troy, just so you know. Um, but I, one of the things that I'm interested in is uh, watching Survivor because I miss the ability to touch people and be close to people, and these people have no choice. I wonder how that series is going to change after this fall. Well, you, uh, you know, we're getting an insight into, uh, of course, we had to shut down Big Brother Canada halfway through production um, in March, uh, even though that entire cast was isolated inside a house before COVID came in. Um, and so clearly there wasn't a risk about the cast. That's the whole point of Big Brother Canada is they're all stuck in one place. Um, but the crew still needed to come in and out. And so the risk just became too much that we ended up shutting down the production. Survivor is a bit different in that that entire production is put off onto a, onto a deserted aisle, so to speak, uh, including cast and crew and everyone else. So I think the producers are feeling very confident they can get that back going again, that everybody goes into mm. sort of self-imposed quarantine anyway. And once that um, you know, sort of grace period is over at the beginning, they'll be able to get down to shooting and putting those episodes together very quickly. Yeah, that's a good point. I that, I can't believe that show has been on for 41 seasons and it still keeps getting better and better. It's just, it's an incredible, uh, it's an incredible experiment in, yeah, uh, in, in fact, human the, dynamics. The, the season finale of this spring's episode was one of the highest watched episodes we've had on Global in the last decade, um, proving not only the resilience of the franchise, but just the resilience of TV overall uh, in this time of uh, of social distancing. Yeah, what do you think that is all about, Troy? Do you think it's the fact that we look to TV for comfort? We look to our shows for escape? What is it that, you know, you as a programmer and being in charge of a network um, has gleaned from, from your working so closely with programming? Well, look, I think there's a couple of things that people are missing during this uh, time. It's the connection, uh, that connection and, you know, feeling of, uh, you know, of love with friends and family and being able to put your arms around people. And it's also the sense of adventure. People aren't able to get out and travel. They're not able to go to amusement parks or nightclubs. Um, so those are the things that, as we're programming, we're looking for. You're wanting to find those shows that allow people to uh, experience that deep emotional sense of connection, uh, as well as some sense of adventure. And uh, and increasingly, when you can't get out and do it on your own, uh, it's great to be able to do it uh, virtually through uh, through entertainment. This fall, Global will welcome back an impressive roster of 30 perennial hits across all TV um, formats. Let's go through some of the favorites that are returning that you're looking forward to. Well, um, you know, all of the one of the things today is about is, of course, trying to convince advertisers to uh, why we're the place they need to park their money for uh, for the next year. Um, and I think one of the things we're blessed with on the global schedule is that we have so many big returning shows 
uh, all the NCIS franchise, New Amsterdam. Uh, last year's number one new show, um, uh, Prodigal Son, is coming back for its second season. Nine One One, which is one of the biggest hits on television, uh, The Blacklist, um, uh, Bull. Uh, FBI, uh, they're all returning to the uh, to the schedule, which I think provides some um, you know real sense of stability for not just viewers but our advertisers as well. And I know that viewers uh, look to Global National for their news. Um, let's talk about the news and factual um, side of the programming this fall. Yeah, thanks. Uh, one of the things we've uh, one of the things we've really noticed during the pandemic is that news viewership has spiked, not just on global, but across all the uh, news networks as well. And that's not surprising. Um, people are really connected to the world. Uh, trust levels have actually uh, grown in mainstream news as people try to fight their way through all this misinformation that's coming about the pandemic. Uh, and we're working to beef that up in that on Sundays now, we're actually adding CBS's uh, 60 Minutes to the global schedule. So um, our news audiences will be able to go right through their local news into Global National and uh, and into 60 Minutes. Um, and uh, Global News has also built out this uh, really fantastic uh, true crime program called Crime Beat, uh, which retells the stories of, uh, of infamous Canadian crimes through the perspective of the people who lived it, particularly the victims' families. Um, and it's been, uh, uh, you know, a really um, uh, a gripping and emotional show that's been, performed very well. Uh, and we're actually going to pair that this fall with 48 Hours, which is one of the originators of the true crime drama out of the U.S. Um, so those two shows will run back to back on Saturday nights. Yeah, and, you know, we do want you to tune in, uh, you know, for appointment tuning, and I think people still like that. There, There is still a carryover of people that really like to go, okay, this is what I do on this particular night. Uh, if it's just for uh, the point of getting out of something they don't want to do, uh, that they actually have this appointment and this is their habit. But you can stream anytime with the global app, uh, TV app, which I think is important to note. Yes, absolutely. And, if, uh, and the other thing is that we have, uh, for those who don't have cable, um, we've launched this new product called Stack TV. If you're an Amazon uh, customer, you can buy Stack TV through Amazon Prime Video. It's a bundle of all of our most popular cable channels, and you can watch all the shows on demand or stream them live. Um, a month. So we're trying to reach out to the people who we heard people, not everyone wants to pay the big uh, cable bundle anymore. We love it when people do. But for those who don't, uh, there's another uh, new product that's really price competitive and gets them all that uh, great entertainment. All right. So, Troy, when exactly does the fall season kick off? Well, that's a darn good question. Ordinarily, uh, kind of the fall schedule would start rolling out um, third week of September. Uh, most of the U.S. networks are probably delayed about a month because of, uh, of production delays, and also many of them are really focused on the U.S. election. We're going to uh, start to spool it up slowly. So across our, uh, across our cable networks, specialty networks like Showcase and W and HGTV and Food, September is going to be the big window for all of our new content premieres, whether it's um, you know new uh, lifestyle, decorating shows, those kinds of things, or big new specialty dramas on Showcase and W Network. That stuff rolls out in September, and then we'll get into um, later into October and the first week in November once the U.S. election is behind us, and that's when you're going to see the big premieres on Global.